الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وأذن في الناس بالحج يأتوك رجالا وعلى كل ضامر يأتين من كل فج عميق سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم If we are to attempt to define what it means to be effective then we look at the examples of this world Generally, a person has an idea, they present an idea, they work on that idea for some time, and eventually they'll present it before a governing body, for instance, or before a company, or before some organization. They'll try to share that idea, they'll try to pitch that idea to them, and the hope is that that idea then catches fire, and it spreads across a particular community, a particular region, perhaps across the world. And a person that's able to have their idea catch fire such that it then spreads and benefits or affects many people affects many people then we term that effectiveness right that's someone who's effective that's someone that has an effective idea for instance if someone has this desire that they want to design a vehicle that will become the most popular vehicle in the world that everyone desires to have everyone wants to drive etc then what they'll do is they'll put a Put, an amount, put a lot of effort, put time into designing a vehicle. They'll have, they'll put it all together. And eventually they'll make a pitch to a company. They'll either make their own company or they'll make, to a, make a pitch to a company. GM, Ford, something of that sort. They'll pitch it to that company and their hope is that that idea then is taken by that company, taken by that organization, and then spread. And then attempted to be distributed across the world. And the person's hope is, and this is a very simplistic way of looking at it, but the hope is that or their hope is that that then catches fire and that idea then is then propagated across the entire world and they are the ones that are then attributed to that. Right? So it's, the, it's what comes out of it that really determines effectiveness, what the end result, what the end product is. And we could take this principle for many things in our life. If you were to look at the most, or perhaps one of the most effective ideas ever was or is the idea of Hajj. The idea of Hajj. Hajj, alhamdulillah, the days of Hajj are now approaching us. And if we were to really take a lesson from it, from the time of Ibrahim alayhi salam, an idea was proposed, it was pitched, and its effect is now lasting thousands of years later. Thousands of years later, we millions of people flock toward the Hajj. It was an idea that was then there, thousands of years ago, thousands of miles away that people should come and visit the house of Allah, come and visit their Lord, visit their Creator. And there wasn't this expectation at that time that this idea would necessarily carry forward this long. SubhanAllah, the Hajj is more popular today than it was perhaps a thousand years ago. What happened? Ibrahim salam and his son Ismail salam built the Kaaba. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after they had constructed the Kaaba, had instructed them, or instructed Ibrahim alayhi salam to call people toward the Kaaba. Call people toward it. Make the call. Make the call. Make that announcement. 
that people should then come and, and, and do tawaf around the Kaaba, come and visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is in a land that's completely barren, right? Biwadin muharram. This is a valley that is completely there's nothing there. It's uncultivated land. It's not even inhabitable if you were to if you were to actually look at it. It wasn't inhabitable those thousands of years ago when Ibrahim dropped off his, his uh, when he dropped off his family in that in that in that valley. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ibrahim after it has been constructed, he says, okay, now, now call the people. Call the people. Now the ordinary the mind would say, how is it that anyone's even going to hear this announcement or hear this call? There's no one in the vicinity. It's a completely barren land. No one lives there. It's the middle of a, a hot desert in, in between mountains. It's a valley. But no one's there to hear that announcement. There was no speaker system. There was no microphone at the time. And even if there was, there was no one within miles of that area. Perhaps, you know, hundreds of miles of that area. Nobody lived there. It was empty. Empty land. There was no internet at the time. There was no Twitter. You couldn't tweet out an announcement that said, come, come, you know, come for the Hajj. Ibrahim didn't have that, uh, he didn't have a cell phone that he could send a mass text or a mass message out. He couldn't send an email, couldn't put up a flyer, nothing. Couldn't do any of these things. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him, don't, that's not your, that's, don't worry about that. You have to call. You have to call. And as a result of that call, what will happen? The people will come on their feet. And on, and on the, you know, the riding animals, the camels. And they'll come from all across the world and all across the globe. Now if you were there witnessing that, witnessing that this is going, you know, at that time, when Ibrahim is in a land where no one can hear this call that he's making to the house of Allah, you'd think that's not even possible. That's not even possible. In this day and age, to try to get people to come to an event, to come to a gathering, to come to you know, any sort of occasion, it's very difficult to do. You'll have to print out invitations, flyers, beg them, pursue them, send out messages, tweets, flyers, posters, billboards. And yet you'll still only be able to get a handful of people to come to attend an event. Right? And that's with people actually receiving the call. Now imagine, this is a call that's being made that no one is even able to hear it. No one's even able to hear it. No one's even able to hear it. But look what happens. That call is made thousands of years ago, thousands of miles away. That call for Hajj has been made thousands of years ago, thousands of miles away without the, uh, without the, uh, uh, without the, uh, the means that we have today to advertise something. And every year, millions and millions of people are going to the house of Allah, answering that call, the answer being, Nabbaik, Ya Allah, I'm here. Oh Allah, I am here for you. Oh Allah, I am here, I am answering that call. I'm answering that call that was made that long ago. I never heard it with my ears, but that call definitely got to me. How many people, if you were to look at the Hajj today, who actually makes, uh, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, you don't have to. You don't have to convince anyone, or you don't have to advertise the Hajj to anyone. You don't see billboards anywhere in the Muslim world and the non-Muslim. World. You don't see billboards that say "Go for Hajj now, go for Hajj now." You don't see. You know. You don't get text messages that say, "Listen, Hajj is coming up. Make sure you go." Everybody knows about the Hajj. Everybody knows it. Everyone knows that they have to at least once in their life try to make that make an effort to go toward uh, the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not only is it only occurring during the Hajj, throughout the year there's millions and millions of people that are visiting the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of them are answering the call that was made thousands of years ago, thousands of miles away, without a microphone, without a speaker system, without the internet, without any 
you know, transcript of what exactly, you know, w- w- what exactly had occurred. Nothing. Yet people, thousands of th- thousands of years later, are still answering the call of Ibrahim salam. So how was it that he was able to be so effective in that invitation, and yet we lack in our effectiveness today in anything? If we try to, if we try to design. We have an idea for whatever it might be, an idea for a particular type of clothing. We have the idea for a particular masjid that we want to build. We have an idea that we're trying to sell a particular you know, brand or a vehicle that we're trying to, trying to pitch and have that catch fire. We, are, we aren't able to do it with all the means and the mechanisms that we have today. Right? We, we try to invite people to come to a gathering, for instance. Right? So you know, we're having a, uh, you know, a talk or a conference or something. No matter... I mean, all the efforts that are put in into advertising for you know a conference, for instance, you only get a set amount, maybe a handful of people, a few hundred people. If it's an, a national conference, you might get a few thousand people. If it's a you know uh, a, a conference centered in one masjid, then you might get you know a handful of people to attend. Yet that's with all the means and the mechanisms that we have today to call people toward Allah. And Ibrahim is able to call millions and millions of people from now until the end of time. People will be responding to that invitation that Ibrahim so what was it that made his idea or this pitch that effective? It's that he was following the command and the instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person has an idea and they desire that that idea then reach other people and it perpetuate, that if they do it with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it becomes effective. Far more effective than any other idea, any other theology, any other creed. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in charge. This is His universe. This is his, uh, We are all His dependents. We are all His creation. Everything that we see, everything that we hear, everything that we touch, everything is from Allah. Everything is from Allah. So when we follow the commands of Allah, the instructions of Allah, then we will notice that in our lives we will become people of effectiveness as well then our invitation will become far more effective. Our ideas will become far more effective. What we have to call toward, goodness, that will become more effective. That, that invitation will mean a lot more. right? When we try to invite people toward goodness, we invite people toward good, then people will be happy to listen to it because that we're, we're doing it with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in mind. Doing whatever we can to follow the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything begins to change. Everything begins to change. Effects are then had within communities. Effects are then had across the world. When a person does things for the sake of Allah, when people do things for the sake of Allah and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would want to do it, then those ideas spread across the world very quickly. Very quickly they spread across communities, across the world. So we have to keep this in mind. And this is, this is one of the most important lessons we learn from the days of Hajj. That... Think about how is it that that many people are that are every year are desiring to go to the house of Allah. I mean, how is it even humanly possible? Look at any other faith, look at any other creed, any other ideology, anything. But the desire that you and I and the rest of the community has to one day perform the Hajj—it's so deep. It's—I mean—it's—it's it's there. You don't even have to convince people. People just want, you say, you want to go for hajj. You tell people, come to the masjid for salah, they might say, you know, I don't know about that. You might say, hey, listen, maybe we should fast a little extra. It might be a little difficult. You tell someone, I think we should go for hajj. Right away, they're saying, I'd love to go. Inshallah, if I have the money, I'd be happy to go. Let's go visit the house. Let's go do umrah. No one says, no, I, I never, I don't want to do that. I'm just, just not my thing. Everyone wants to do it. 
How was it that that call was so effective? Look at Ibrahim alayhi salam and look how, how he lived his life and look at how he made that call. He trusted in Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, look, your job isn't to try to bring a million people or five million people. You shouldn't be concerned about who's hearing your call. You shouldn't worry about that. That's in my hand. I'll take care of that. You do what I tell you to do and I'll make sure that that then gets carried on further. The means is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the, 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 the means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of. And that's not our responsibility. When we invite people toward goodness, when we invite people toward khair, and in general, whenever we have some opportunity or some, some idea that we have in our mind that we want to perpetuate, our job is to do it with a sincere intention and then just do it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills. And if we do it the we do it with the intention that we're trying to please Allah, then that, that effect will be there. The responsibility isn't the effect. It's not the ends. It's the means. It's the effort that we put in. It's the effort that we put in. So this is what we learn from from uh, from the life of Ibrahim salam. And in particular, this is what we learn from the days of Hajj. It's a lesson that you know that you that we can take and apply for the rest of the year as well. It's a lesson that we can take and we can apply for the rest of the year as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and I the tawfiq to one day visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to invite others toward khair and toward goodness as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us people of effectiveness. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.